0: Guess what? It's us at Loose Lippy. It's me, Georgie Porter, and the amazing, gorgeous Sharon Carpenter. Hi!
1: Oh my beautiful friend Georgie and you beautiful (laughs) listeners, how are you guys doing? Uh, It's always good to be back. Full show for you today. We're excited.
2: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: Right, Sharon, you might not know him in England, but I just can't get over this because someone has been being full on naughty in the UK. So we've got this guy, right? Matt Hancock, right? And he's not like health secretary, right? Okay. And he got found out on a CCTV cheating on his wife with his, like, secretary woman Oh, how cliche. <laughs> of, yeah, and it's so gross. Now, the video that I sent you, now you can understand who he is. Um, you did send doing. me the video. I'm like, uh, what is happening here? <laughs> I was
1: just glad that it didn't go past the the butt grab. I was
0: starting it to get uncomfortable. It could have been <laughs> worse. And, like... I'm uncomfortable with him. He's a bit of a creep. Like, I don't know what she's thinking. What do you think on this? Because it's all the government, you know, he's the guy who's been telling us to, you know, space, face, do not go into different households. And obviously he has been sneaking around different households and he has literally made us all be like, what the F?
1: yeah and doing a lot more than sneaking around um i mean first of all it's never a good thing to have an affair right no that Mm. right there is terrible terrible idea uh secondly having an affair at work uh with your Uh, secretary uh, in the time of the me too movement uh, like uh, where have you been i love your take on these things like yes Come on! I thought you were supposed to be smart, not you, him, <laughs> uh, like crazy. And then, thirdly, it's like you're going around telling people what they can and can't do, and mm. you are not even taking your own advice. I think that's appalling. And uh, uh, you said he's been fired, right? He's no longer in that position. Well, how so respect him after that.
0: Exactly, but we none of us really respected him anyway. We all kind of joked about how much of a, like, you know, weirdo. When he was running and stuff, people would take memes. I mean, memes are pretty bad as it is sometimes. But, you know, when you think, whoa, we have no respect for him generally. And also, <laughs> Boris, our prime minister, didn't sack him. He kind of was just like, oh, that's the private life sort of thing. So he resigned, really.
1: Well, there's not a private life when it's happening at work and when it's with your secretary,
0: that's not, and it's not, and especially when it goes viral, that's not so private anymore, is it? Oh, it's, it's so viral. It's so viral that you cannot get away from it and all the memes and everything. Like, they're pretty funny. I mean, do you know what? I feel sorry for his wife. Like, his wife has to see this through, like, publicly, which is awful and so sad. Like, why couldn't he just be a man and say, look, this is what's happening before she found out through anywhere else? And... Um, She's married as well. The secretary is married as well. Is that correct? She's she's married to a dashing guy who owns all the bonus um, shops. And he's he's pretty fit. Like he's, I don't know
1: what is going on. So what is happening here? And have the
0: spouses
1: (laughs) spoken out since this video came out? Are they sticking by their... Men and their woman, are they getting divorced? Do we know? I don't think We're we've heard much from that. Okay. I don't think we've
0: heard much from the other sides because I think they're just all a bit embarrassed. And you know, there's paps outside her house, and she's just like, This is in the face. So it's a bit, it's cruel. It's humiliating. It? It's really yeah. cruel. And for you to have to watch your husband
1: of goodness knows how many years, and I'm not sure if they have kids, like grabbing up his secretary who you trusted <sighs> him to work with.
2: Oh. grabbing
1: hold of her butt like that is just uh, uh, I can't even imagine it, it, oh. I mean, he
0: wanted to see it but I think the person who least wanted to see that was was his wife yeah yeah and do you know what as well like who helps people with that public humiliation public shame? like how do we even how would anybody know the shame like
1: A crisis manager, a crisis PR could potentially Mm. help on the PR side of things. But outside of that, you might need a a counselor. You might need a therapist uh, to deal with that kind of thing. I mean, the thing is, things do happen. And I think many of us have probably dealt with lesser versions of that, right? Like maybe in school or just sort of coming up or maybe even these days where... Uh, the person you were with did something inappropriate that embarrassed you. Mm. Um, For example, I remember I had this boyfriend. I was so upset with him uh, because he we went out to a party and there was a female friend of his there who obviously didn't like me. She was so nasty to me. I was trying to be so Mm. nice. And uh, we ended up sitting on either side of him and she... Is to tell whisper him a story like this with her hand up so I can it was loud in there anyway because it was a club and the music was playing and she's whispering a story in his ear and laughing with her hand on his knee
2: oh And I'm sitting, God, yeah.
1: at the start, after he's introduced me as oh this is my girlfriend blah 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 all excited to introduce me and I got really upset with him um, about that situation. And yeah. so, you know, we've all been embarrassed by things that our significant others have done uh, from time to time or past significant others, you know, so we can relate mm. to a, a certain extent. But um, hopefully, you know, these guys move on. They deserve better.
0: I mean, who deserves that? No, like, and also, I just look at him and I think, why that guy? It must be a power trip from her type, Like... He must yeah. be giving her an extra wage or something like that because he's not, like, a sex symbol in any way. <laughs> it didn't look that to me. No. and his Is she still is working just, there? Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. I should do more research on this shouldn't I, when I get the gossip. <laughs> That's okay. It's still a fun story. But I always but... think, I, yeah, I always think as well, you know when there's, like, a guy you're seeing and they end up seeing someone else and that's her forever and you're like, Oh right, that's that was that then. What was I doing? Why was I dating you in that way? I feel that would always tend to happen to me is I'd date a guy, but then the girl that they're with, who they overlap quite often as well. They've yeah. overlapped. And I've say I've been dating them. And then they'll be with that the next girl, and I'm always like, Okay, that's cool. Like, just just tell me. Like I'm not sad, like I'm cool. Yeah, exactly. Honesty is always
1: the best policy. I've worked at companies though, where we knew that certain people were carrying on affairs. Like we knew it was happening. We knew this person was married, or this person may have been seeing somebody else at the company and they might have been boyfriend and girlfriend, um, so I've seen yeah. a lot of shenanigans take place in the workplace. And, and to be honest, I mean, you you often see it with actors and actresses, right? Yeah. Like in our last full show, we were talking about a lot of actors and, and actresses who have got together up. after yeah. working together. And when you do work with somebody, that's oftentimes, that's more likely um, than not to be the place mm. where you meet someone you might have an affair with, if that's the path you're going to go down, yeah so much time together and then you hear people referring to their work wife or their work husband as well they're actually
0: married in real life I'd want to know who this was I'd be like excuse me so let me meet her I'm gonna vet this I'm gonna see what this is about and I'll be like I'll decide (laughs) but sometimes you just have no idea
1: for example remember Arnold Schwarzenegger and it came out that he was sleeping with the maid Uh, behind Maria Shriver's back. And we knew he was, you know, a playboy, if you want to call it that. Did we? The maid, yeah, because he, he, I think he had a a bunch of affairs. Uh, But the thing is, I mean, we never thought for a second he was going to sleep with his maid. Uh, Not to be mean, but she just didn't seem like she would necessarily be his type at Mm -hmm. all. Mm. But they were like, you know, going at it in Maria's bed and like in the, in the couple's <gasps> bed. Uh, and, and no, now it's all coming back to me to make things <sighs> even worse. He had a child by the maid <gasps> and this child, you know, I believe so if my memory serves me correctly. This child was also Maria's life as the housekeeper's son, but it was actually Arnold's son by the housekeeper. Do some <gasps> crazy stuff.
0: Don't, you? Wow. Well, well, you think it happens in Hollywood as well and it happens in the UK office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. It happens
1: all over. But, uh, you know, I hope they get over their embarrassment because it's not their fault at the end of the day and they yeah. should be, you know, that's the thing with affairs and these sorts of things, right? The, the person who is innocent ends up being hurt more than anybody exactly. else. Exactly, yeah. Emotionally and then also just you yeah, just, know, just embarrassment-wise, humiliation-wise. Yeah, so what have we got next? What have we got? All right, so so let's move on. Um, okay, so news number one. Okay, customers are fed up. I'm one of them. With COVID <laughs> uh, as an excuse for bad service. Okay, so customers oh. are being told uh, that they're getting poor service because of covid Uh, according to research. I know I've been told that. uh, Firms are being accused of using the pandemic as an excuse for long waits on the telephone or late deliveries at the UK Institute of Customer Service said, and it's certainly happening over here in the US as well. Uh, It Uh. said that customers or consumers were initially tolerant of delays and other issues as businesses fought to cope with the effects of the crisis. But it said a blanket excuse was no longer sufficient. The number of complaints Mm. about poor service and last six months was at its highest level since 2009. uh, According to uh, their survey of 10,000 people, the sectors with the biggest issues were transport, local public services, such as GP surgeries, councils and police services, telecommunications uh, as well, the survey suggests. I would have thought um Airlines too. To be honest, mm. uh, a quarter mm-hmm. of those are said that some organisations had used COVID as an excuse for poor
0: service. uh Yeah, it's not cool. We're we're done with this. We're yeah, done with like, the excuse. How long can it? This... Also, I feel like sometimes they ran with it that oh, that's what's happened, and now they just got lazy, thinking, well, do you know what? I liked working slow in COVID time, and now I'm just going to be like, it's COVID, but really. I'm just going to do things slower because it worked for a good few months.
1: Exactly. And why bring back all those employees, which is going to be more costly when I was operating with fewer employees there to answer the phone. So what if the consumers have to be on the line for two hours? Isn't that the worst? I was on the phone with a company, I was trying to get through to a company to talk about something. I was on the phone so long I forgot who I was calling. I was literally <laughs> on for about an hour and a half, and I couldn't
0: remember, like, it was supposed to be on the other line. <laughs> is this the bank or is this the gym? I forgot. Exactly. what Exactly. Like, what was this a restaurant?
1: I'm right. not even sure. You know, like in modern times, they're supposed to tell you, you know, there are ten callers ahead of you, or you yeah. know, we we predict your wait time to be. 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is but to just you know play music that really annoying music or just silence one or the other and you literally have no idea how long you're going to be on and the really good companies they will say just leave your number and we'll call you back right and then they call you back and then they actually call you back like that's okay then I don't mind waiting right because you're going to call me back anyway I'm not sitting there with this you know really annoying oh music the playing, ring.
0: But... and it's the worst music always as well isn't it why isn't it nice always. music it's just stupid music no I... sometimes it's the same song over and over and over again <laughs> we will be listening we are recording this uh, we will be there uh loads of bullshit la, oh, la, la.
2: yeah because
0: you know what I found is with like restaurants and stuff like we'd go into our usual place that we love and they'd be like oh my god Georgie good to see you and then it was like oh no Georgie like we don't have anything and I thought oh but I'm your friend like I've I've been here forever and it was like oh, the, the no shutdown more of you. No more special oh I'm not season. special anymore yeah <laughs> I was like oh. I can't cope with this but then obviously it was fair and those things so my like complaints were quite petty of oh my god why are you not looking after me like you used to but then it was because literally places got so full and literally just don't have a seat for you anymore they do and <laughs> especially when it was only a certain
1: capacity a certain percentage
0: of capacity yeah. and they couldn't be
1: full yeah that was definitely tougher I told you the story um a couple of weeks back I think about how I got my nails done and uh, the nail tech screwed them up uh I wasn't happy yeah. and then I was told the receptionist to come back the next day. And she was like, you're not going to have to pay for it because we want to make sure that you're fully satisfied. When mm-hmm. I went back the next day and had it fixed, uh, they charged me full price. I ended up emailing the owner and she said to me, well, you know, didn't you get your nails done? Don't you like them? Why shouldn't you have to pay? I said, because I was told <sighs> I wouldn't have to pay and have to come back the second time. Uh, yeah. And then she started using COVID. Oh, but COVID times, you know, it's been really rough. We're still trying to make up for everything. And I ended up feeling bad and I said, okay, good luck to you. You know, I do like my hands the way they are tip. now. <laughs> after the second time, coming back, interrupting my workflow and day. Um,
0: but they do like to to throw it out there a lot. Yeah, and
1: sometimes I- it's real, but sometimes I think it is an excuse.
0: Yeah, I think now these people have to start being honest and being like, do you know what? We're just lazy. Or we've literally, <laughs> we just can't be bothered. And you go, yeah, do you know what? I've been there. I couldn't be bothered. But let's be bothered now because we need to get our shit together.
1: You do, because <laughs> otherwise you're going to lose those customers permanently. One bad experience and a customer might, customer might never come back. And I, I think I mentioned to you uh, as well before when I got my hair done, uh, first mm. haircut since covid and it was supposed to be a certain amount of money. And I go in and it's like double that. I'm like, uh, what's going on with the price? And they were like, oh, well, we had to use, you know, like double the amount of hair color. I'm like, why? Uh, so yeah, so we charged you for the extra. It's like, you didn't need to use double. <clears throat> and then they had some environmental cleanup fee. They had a COVID <gasps> fee. They oh, had like all these different things. things. That they didn't even explain, like, before I went in. Had they explained, I would have said, okay, cool, um, and made that decision whether I want to go or not.
0: But no, they just add it all in at the ends. Yeah, that reminds me of times when I go for my nails in LA, or like eyebrows near me. And they just do it. And then they just start going, do you want a massage? And you think, oh, this is the goodness of their heart. They just want yeah. to do a yeah. massage for me. And then they start doing a massage. And then they start doing these extra things. And then at the end of the bill, it's like 60 quid. And you're like, "That's doesn't to cost yes. me 12 pounds. Like, where has this come from? And you massage with poo. It's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> done. And then you can't get it back. And you're like, oh, I've been stitched up. And those kind of things anyway are sneaky, aren't they? All the time, like they blow out your hair, and they're like, "Oh, let me
1: just use a flat iron on the ends," and then you go to pay. It's like an extra forty dollars for the flat iron. For usage. the flat it's iron. Like, what? <laughs> Where is this money? <laughs> Explain to me exactly. <laughs> so, see, I don't like businesses who operate like that because they do lose us, and then we don't come back. Like, if you're just forthcoming about it, then we're more likely to come back. Okay, it's a little on the pricey side, but that's cool. I'll we do like it. it. If you try to it. be shady behind our backs, that's a whole different no. story. It's bad business strategy. Very true.
0: So we've got news number two here. Oh, oh, this, this is crazy okay so influencers in norway will legally have to disclose their photoshop images <gasps> this is mm. dire enlarged lips pronounced muscles and ways that have been narrowed will require declaration when the laws come into effect let straight what about minimized lips what if you minimize your lips does that i think be- you have to tell them yeah, that's a trick. Like, what if I? What if you make right. yourself sixty years old? Do you have to legally say, "I don't really have these wrinkles"? Well, yeah. so legalization. What? How did I say that word? I'm not saying it. Legislate. Let's clear that
2: Legislators.
0: Legislators in Norway have announced new regulations that will make it a legal requirement for influencers and advertisers to label images that have been retouched or have had filters in a bid to address body pressure in society the new law isn't this is insane it's a law this is a law the yeah. new law is an amendment to the ni- 2009 marketing act which was passed with overwhelming support in a 72 to 15 vote last month by the norwegian parliament it is the latest development following years of advocacy <laughs> why can't i read advocacy from young from youth groups and Norway's Ministry of Children and Family Affairs calling for stricter measures to address growing concerns around body image and mental health. Mm. <gasps> There's a little bit more. Okay, so, it, I mean... Here's Do what I realized. Yeah. So, Georgie, when I
1: first found out about this, I was completely outraged, right? Because I'm yeah. like, hold on a minute. So, anyone who adjusts their photo... So, mm. if you give your So red lipstick uh, versus the blue lipstick you're wearing or if you you know, tweak anything, you have to now put that out there on, on social media. And it's a law, Or you may even get arrested for it. Uh, but you certainly may be fined if they find out I was completely outraged. Uh, I thought it was ridiculous. But then I realized that is actually if you're getting paid, so if it's paid advertising, so if you're an influencer, and let's just say you're being paid to promote the skincare line, right? And you're talking about yeah. how great you're looks uh, but really you've got a filter on or you've done like a Mm. bunch of stuff with photoshop then i get it a bit more it still seems a little harsh that you could potentially go to jail for it but it's not like anyone who you know if you adjust the lighting on a picture now you've got to state that on your instagram um because i think that's ridiculous i think that you know 99.99999% of people do play around with their pictures to make them a bit more picture perfect before they post, um, and the ones that don't, you can tell, and they oh, sometimes yeah. the
0: pictures don't look yeah, so like, good. I've done, I've used filters and things like that before. Like I've, yeah. but also when you've done photo shoots and stuff, you don't really know, or you've never known that the actual photographer sometimes does those things and little tweaks, and you think, oh yeah, well, always, maybe, yeah, because like it's kind of always happened, and I do get it, mental health. And young girls and things, it is soared and it's soared through and it's got higher and it is very stressful for people thinking they don't look like this. And I think, you know, sometimes if I have a bag under my eye and I think, oh, the lighting's hit that wrong. Let me just like yeah. get that out because I just want to yeah. look a bit, you no know, less tired today or things like that. Mm. I think, so would that, would I be arrested for like editing out like yes. my, my chapped lips? Because there's a lot of time I have a chapped lip. And I'll take a picture and I'll be like, oh, I've got like scabby lips. I'm gonna just let's just <laughs> smooth edge that them out up. a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh you would
1: if you were getting paid for the post mm. and if you didn't label it as, as so there's sort of a one-stop shop label, I guess. Like a label yeah. that they want everyone to use. I don't know if it's sort of hashtag my lips don't really look like this. Uh, <laughs>
0: Hashtag, you can be in real life. You won't recognize me. Uh. Yeah, Yeah. and we we know there is
1: a lot of that on social media, but I don't think it's as blatant as that. I think it's sort of one label that they want everyone to use if the picture has been adjusted. But I think every Mm -hmm. picture has probably been adjusted. I mean, if you are taking pictures for a restaurant, right, and it's a dish let's say it's steak you're going to adjust that picture to make that steak look absolutely perfect even when you take a picture of a home and you're a real estate agent right I've seen them do it they'll adjust the coloring they'll brighten here they'll brighten there they'll make it look a lot better uh in real life than it uh, or in the picture than it actually doesn't in real life so I see where they're going and yeah we've gone really far when it comes to adjusting our photos many people to the point where they are recognized unrecognizable it is mm. having an impact uh, on young people and young people's self-esteem but i think that we should have more of a focus on making sure young people know that this is smoke and mirrors in other ways and making them yeah. understand that they shouldn't be spending, we, I mean, all of us shouldn't be spending so much time on social media. It takes up a lot That's of a our thing. time. Yeah.
0: That is a thing to really limit your time spent on that, like your screen time. Like I, I think sometimes I can be on TikTok for hours and as much as I'm enjoying it, I'm like, what am I doing? I need to just Where have Where do my minute. three hours of my life just go? Yeah. And, and then I've like, I've not even produced a TikTok in that time. So I've not even been creative myself. So yeah. therefore I'm like, but I, I enjoy it, but I limit my time with it because I just think you can't get too hooked on even Instagram. I'm still on that for ages. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, me just, too. Yeah. Just, you get else. sucked in. You you yeah.
1: totally get sucked in and you, you go down that rabbit hole. So I think that more focus needs to be put on making sure that young people, Maybe are trained in how to use social media and yeah. um, to. to for people to know that there are are smoke and mirrors going on that, yeah, a lot of these people don't look like that. But also uh, to know that we shouldn't be so focused on our looks. You know, I say it all the time. I sound like a a broken record at this point. Um, And we should also be enjoying life and then living in the moment. People say it to me all the time. I'm at events and I'm like, no, but I got to get the perfect picture. They're like, Sharon, just enjoy the moment. No, but it
2: doesn't happen if it's not on
1: Instagram. Um, So I'm certainly part of the problem. I'm totally part of the problem. But uh, we all need to do better. Uh, This is an interesting law. I'm glad it's not anyone who adjusts a photo and posts it could get arrested. I'm glad it's a focus on the advertising because that would have (laughs) been...
0: The prisons would be full of like big like you know like so many young girls and what different probably guys as well guys I mean look what guys are doing nowadays yeah well, a lot of them you can get
1: for, a six pack kind of tweak put on your picture exactly. yeah you totally can you can yeah. do a little everything of the picture and create a six pack if you wanted to oh
0: they do tell me what that is I'm gonna have a big massive shoulder bi- like biceps <laughs> <a man> body.
1: <laughs> now that would be funny. I wanna see you post that and see the reaction from your fans. Yeah. Um anyway, I think that's time uh for a, for an ad break. So uh we'll be back in a second, guys. a sec. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen bitch. Oh, Listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go.
2: <laughs> I'm so I glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on how are you? The well-being podcast.
0: i just became a lot more productive and happier Uh and for me like that's just worth it the weekly roast music in my life and how are you just three more podcasts to feast your ears on find them wherever you found this podcast we're back hi
1: so hi We're back, everyone. Uh, So this letter is from Grace. I like the name Grace. It's my mom's name. Uh, Hi, girls. Love the podcast. I'm moving in with my boyfriend of five years and two weeks. However, my really pushy parents are taking control of everything. I love them to bits. Uh, But this is our special moment, and we appreciate their help. But how can we get more independence from them? before the big move or uh, do we just suck it up and once we have moved we start our forever story uh well you know um I would say sit back and let your parents help Because moving is a biatch. And uh, I remember when I moved from the last place I lived, when I I bought this place and I moved in, I actually had so much work going on. My parents came to stay with me. I went to work that day. Uh, They packed everything and moved it in vans. Uh, And then by the time I got to the new place, well, I helped them pack actually initially, but by the time I got to the new place, they had unpacked everything and everything was set up. It was (gasps) awesome. That is cute. (laughs) That is the best.
0: That That is true. But and and then, would you feel that was pushy, or would you feel like, oh, I'm like absolutely relieved? No, I'm like, thank you, please, somebody help. Mm. i didn't find it pushy at all no i'm the worst at moving we're literally moving right now like physically moving and i would literally pay anyone and everyone to do things <laughs> for me because i just like you know things are so hard to do i just lie down and nap <laughs> so that, that would like, be my i can't coping. cope for this right now i, I just to go sleep. Oh, this is a better idea and then hopefully when i wake up it's kind of sorted <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, you know, and and it's nice to have parents who want to help with that kind of thing. So yeah, I see my parents have never been pushy. I understand that pushy parents can be a little more difficult to deal with. But still, you know, I say sit back, uh, take some of that help. And they may have some brilliant ideas as well as, as far as yeah. where
0: stuff should go. Like our parents have lived longer than we have. You yeah, gotta they know to more the parents things.
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think also if your boyfriend's a bit like your parents are a bit too much and you can't say anything, I always think as well, because when it's other people's parents, you cannot have a say. Because if you yeah. say anything, no, you've not got that relationship. So you'd have to be like uh, can you tell your dad to stop putting furniture in the wrong place and just tell him yeah. to do that? Or, like, what can you say? Like, can you tell your mum to just butt out a minute, please? I think if it is between you both, but I think sometimes you can be a bit, like, panicky that you think oh, they're being too much and maybe it's too much. And sometimes it's yeah. a help and you can think, oh, you could be overthinking it when really you, like, just go, just let him do it. Just let him be yeah. involved. No, maybe yeah, they're yeah, a bit right maybe they're scared that they're losing their baby and they're like oh my god we've got to look after you and that's probably the last time they will look after you because then you're out on your own then you're gone exactly and I, I think the thing is you know even if it is to
1: appease them to a certain extent these are your parents make them happy uh, and then you mm. can do whatever you want you can rearrange your house you can move yeah. stuff you can throw out the new pans that they got, whatever it is, uh, you can do it once, you know, once you're in there. So suck it once up. Once they shut the door. Uh, yeah, you go Exactly. Right. <laughs> and, and you double Let's lock it. Let's take control. Yeah. yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, I would say just uh, flow with it. Um, let them take some of the burden of you and uh, and good luck. Yeah.
0: Now, when I, when I read this, I thought it was Iceland in the shop so let's just get this straight. <laughs> it's not the freezer company. It's the country, Iceland. So um, Iceland have got so. a four-day work week trial and it was a mm. triumph. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, A new report about a multi-year trial of a four-day work week in Iceland are as encouraging as the results of the experiment itself. This is This would be my dream. The trial, which started in 2015 and involved more than 2,500 workers, showed that reducing work hours was overwhelmingly positive for people in a range of workplaces while productively remained about the same or improved in some cases. (gasps) Interesting, right? Yeah, like parents said that their mornings in particular were less hectic. Many men in heterosexual relationships claimed they used their newfound time to do more housework. Who are these people? No more excuses, boys. Yeah. Um, And so several people interviewed by the researchers said that they found slack time to cut out of their schedules by truncating workplace meetings or eliminating a few entirely. If a meeting could be an email, it indeed became one. Coffee breaks were also sacrificed or at least made less leisurely, which I don't know about at your work, but we used to have tea breaks in our company at work oh, where they okay. just they'd go like, so you'd be working in the morning and then you'd 11 o'clock you'd go and have a tea break where everyone would just put your work down and have like a tea break for 10 minutes. Got it. Okay. That's a good thing. I, yeah. I mean the last company where I worked sort of all
1: the time, we kind of took breaks, I guess when we could, um, there was no real, I mean, we maybe head out for lunch I mean I didn't really but other people would but there was no sort of specific time or oh you've been away for an hour and a half it was a a bit more flexible because we all worked so hard but what's interesting here so so you know normally we do a 40-hour work week right um Mm. so eight hours a day but what they did was they cut the work week down to 35 hours or 36 hours which is cutting five hours out or four hours out of a work week, right? But the reason they were able to still sort of cram everything in to these four days is because they got rid of some of this slack time, right? Didn't take some of these breaks, as you said. So they got uh, rid of the breaks. Yeah, yeah, some of these meetings they didn't have to do. So they're sending emails instead. So that's why the productivity uh, remained the same. But if you really think about it and you kind of like look at how people are at work, not everyone, but a lot of people, There is a lot of slacking that goes on, right? Mm. I think that having a company Uh, yeah. And having a lot of people working for you is kind of a scary place to be because there are so many people who, I mean, there are a lot of people who work really, really hard, obviously, but there are a lot of people who also slack off and try to find as much slack time as they, they possibly can. And I've even heard people refer to Friday as a throwaway day. I'm going to purposely oh, slow down because yeah. it's the weekend. And I, I get both sides, but I also get that as a boss, that's kind of, oh,
0: but and they usually get finish. This at lunch, done. yeah, like yeah. go half a day on Friday and be like, Oh, it's only Friday, it's the weekend. So then you're not yeah. going to the bone. Whereas at our work, we work Saturdays as well at times. Yeah. So there's times when you don't even have an actual, and that's just like your seven to seven times as well. Like we we can have 14 hour days and we're like, that is but exactly. To be honest, that's yeah. considered that's, a day. It's 14 hours, yeah. but it's still considered one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could, we can have days as well where we're just in for an hour or two hours max and just do the tiniest little scene. So in television work, it's different, isn't it? And like, it's different. That kind of thing. It's totally different, but what you also don't see
1: sometimes in, in TV work and, and some of these kinds of gigs is all the preparation that has to go into it. So yeah. when you go and film, right, you might be there for an hour, but you also have to study your lines. You also had to yeah. get prepared. And like yeah. when I go on Wendy, I might be there for a couple of hours, getting my hair and makeup done and then going on. And it's, you know, like a eight minute segment, but there's a lot of preparation yeah. ahead of time to, to be able to do it. So there are certain jobs where this wouldn't work I do think though I can see why this could work um, in certain industries and why people would have a a happier life if they're working less but you know us humans right Mm. once we get used to a four-day work week what's going to happen a few years from now Well, hold on. No, why do I have to go in that fourth day? Like, oh, Thursday's a slack day. Oh, how about a three-day work week? You know what I mean? Like, you know how us humans are. Um, But I think it's it's worth experimenting with. And uh, a lot of companies in Iceland, I think most of the country is now offering uh, the four-day work experience. But then you can't have it your way all the time. Now, when you go to the shop, Right, which used to be open till nine PM, and now it's only open till (gasps) six on a Friday. Exactly, Exactly. or maybe it's not
0: open at all. You can't be upset because it's about everybody's. Yeah, everybody's lives change, and you have to really think about it. And also, Iceland is a completely different country in itself, isn't it? Isn't Iceland sometimes? Oh, oh, I love it when I'm just wrong.
2: Oh, isn't
0: Iceland, it sometimes I think like, has 24. Doesn't it have 24 se- hours
2: of
1: daylight sometimes? Yes, and then that's 24 it. hours of of night yeah. uh, nighttime sometimes. And isn't it
0: the rated the highest suicidal place where people? It's just like probably when it's so dark all that time, you probably don't want to go to work every single day of your week. You'd be like, yeah. it's dark, it's dark. I don't want to go in. So I think if it was to happen in London or New York. I don't think we'd get the same, the same thing if we did a four day week. Imagine huge cities just doing a four day week.
1: Well, you know there are. So, I know, especially the huge cities, but Spain apparently is piloting a four day work week uh, <gasps> for certain companies, uh, and part partly due to the the challenges of, of COVID, uh, and mm-hmm. Unilever uh, is uh, experimenting with staff in New Zealand giving them a chance to cut their hours by 20%. And the the crucial thing here was people got paid the same amount of money. So they're yes. still getting the same salary and the same amount of money. Um, but they they're are doing, doing yeah, they're, they're not coming in for for five days. But... Yeah, I think if you can sort of squeeze it in, if people are being just as productive, that could if potentially it like save that. money for yeah. the the actual company. I always think sort of from the, the company side of things, uh, oftentimes mm. more so than the sort of working for the company side of things. You,
0: Because you're a hard worker, Sharon. You are a, a bad ass boss bitch and you work hard. Know. So yes, therefore I you'd be like, where's, you where's my earnings? Whereas my, le- like, you'd be literally like. Because <laughs> I'm think. the one
1: who's hard on people. Like, guys, now we've got to do better. Like, now yeah. we need to stay until we get the job done. Like, I am that person. So I-, I think there are two sets of people, right, when it comes to work. There are the people who really love what they do. And we're lucky. Not everyone is in that position. We really love what mm. I do. So we're passionate about it. So we want to do it. Uh, so the five days isn't so much of an issue, uh, but then there are people who sort of work to just live, don't which I get it. as well, yeah. and they don't want to yeah. be there. Uh, and that's a little more difficult because work takes up so much of your life. So mm. I think we're speaking from a perspective where we are lucky enough to be in a position yeah. where we really, really love what we do, which is why you hear a lot of people giving that advice, you know, just, just do what you love, like whatever your passion is, go after that um and then it doesn't times doesn't feel like work
0: yeah and if you've got more time to do your passions with the other hours but you have to I feel like you have to go and do that and make the most of all the time that you've got where you just go and live life to the full go get a a mountain bike and go and live life
1: (laughs) exactly and spend time with the family and all of that good stuff but but yeah it's interesting we'll see where it goes um and we'll see a if the a- or the US ever, <laughs> yeah. ever tries if it, it, it ever out. Goes. I doubt it. Uh,
0: imagine that would be chaos.
1: <laughs> Listener letter number two, guys. This one's from Emily. Uh, Emily is saying, I've realized over the last year that I have an addiction online shopping i have bought really random things from blinds to kitchen utensils both of which <laughs> i already had and didn't need uh, i'm also accumulating a lot of clothes really pretty dresses though <sighs> uh, do i have a problem or is this okay wow well, you're calling mm. it an addiction it sounds like um it's already a problem it's already a problem isn't it um here are two questions that you should ask yourself Uh, Have I tried to cut back on my shopping online and been unable to, right? If you're (laughs) not able to, that is a sure sign of a problem. The other one is, do I feel bad or guilty about my shopping habits? It's hard to tell uh, from your letter because... One minute you're talking about the blinds that you didn't really need, but then you're talking about the dresses. But they're really pretty, though. Mm, uh, yeah. So you you potentially could have a, a bit of an issue. It's so easy, isn't it? I mean, when I get online, and I, I just don't do it that often. When I get online to shop, yeah. oftentimes I end up with things in my basket, in my cart that I don't necessarily need or I didn't go there to buy. But I'm like, oh, actually, this could help. I with love such it. And such. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly um it's just so easy it's just the click of a button and too easy and it just arrives too easy and you, you've already got your credit card programmed in right so you oh, don't even credit card out, and fill out the numbers you literally just click and there it is uh so it's very very easy and I think that if you do want to scale back you need to do a few things I mean one you might not want to shop online and you might want to unless it's something that's kind of emergency an emergency i would maybe go back to shopping in person right where you can emergency actually emergency um, yes exactly an emergency <laughs> pretty dress, which we do need from time to time uh but now just the whole process of handing over your credit card or handing over the cash is something that at least makes it you know adds in more steps and gives you more of a chance to think and stop yourself like whoa no hold on mm, a minute i don't
0: yeah, need parting this, with right money now. Yeah, parting with actual physical. Branding it right. over, yeah. yeah. Going to an actual shop. And also, you can't really carry that much. Like you wouldn't be able to carry blinds and bags of clothes back to the car in one go. And I always think that's a bit of a put off so you don't buy too much. So I do think you're right to go like personal, in person to shop in. And also, I've never really been the biggest online shopper really because I always get it, it never fits. And then I just never <laughs> wear it because I just don't know it, what it looks like That's in so real true. life. so true. That has happened to me so
1: many times. And or it looks completely different to the way it did on the website, right? <laughs> uh, and then you can't be bothered. Like I never send it back. That's my biggest problem. No, A lot of people, they have no issue with that. It's like, oh, I'll order both sizes. I'm not sure which one's going to work. I'll order both and I'll just send one back. I'm not going to get up and go to the post office to send it back. No. It's just not going to happen. And then same. three years later, I'll rediscover this item that never fit in the first place or that I didn't like, <laughs> that I paid for anyway. Uh, so that's why online shows Shopping, especially when it comes to clothes, isn't the best thing for me. But I do Same. do it; it just doesn't always work out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you can do as well is sort of delete that digital credit card information, so it's not oh. so easy, right?
0: Yeah. Delete it from your computer. Hide Are your you- card so you can't find it when you oh, try to retype it in. Oh, Could yeah. it?
1: Up, if you really want to go there, if if this is something really serious, maybe even talk to some of your family members and tell them what's going on, or your roommate, or if there's someone who lives with you, so they're aware, so they can kind of watch you and get in the way, you know, stage (laughs) an intervention. Exactly, it yeah, exactly. could be on
0: your shoulder, going, "No, don't do it." <laughs> Hit that delete button
1: uh, instead of uh, the the payment button. So uh, there are various things you can do, but um, it, it sounds like you may want to try some of that and, and reel yourself in just to make sure you don't have an addiction uh, before yeah. it is too late.
0: Yeah, Emily, slow down, babe. You've you've got this. You don't need any more. You've done it. <laughs> There's us with always the best advice ever. Yay. And please write Yay. in and tell us how the advice has gone because we want to know how, it, how it's how it gone really, don't we? We need the, the resolve to see. We do. We love it. We love the feedback. Thanks for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. There's a bonus episode on Friday. Actually, if you do not miss it, we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Yep. Subscribe or follow, rate and review. Uh, and as Georgie said, we do want to hear from
1: you. So let us know how it went when you took our great, fantastic advice, our worldly advice. Uh, and also send us your new Dilemmas to Loose Lips at createproductions.com. Also at Missy Porter at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you then. Okay, see you on Friday. See you Friday.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello